Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm filling in today Francis Beck for Tony Caligiri, who will be back taking his rightful throne next week. Glad for him. I'm sure you're happy, Roger. No, I'm just I was just gonna say Frank, that makeover you have looks great. That's not Frank, that's Francis. <laughs> yeah, oh well, you know, it's too early in the morning for me, so I'm still on my <laughs> second cup of coffee. All right. Well morning, y'all. Morning, y'all. And studio today, we're going to be talking softball. We have Williamsville North head coach Michelle Switzer, Will South head coach Julie Murphy, and Eden assistant coach Alexis Nasca. How are you doing today? Doing great. Excited to be here. Yeah, super stoked. <laughs> All right. Before we get to news and notes, we are going to bring in a special guest. In case you've been living under a rock this past week, then you don't know that Gabe Michael is the new head coach of the St. Joe's basketball program. Coach Michael, are you there? I'm here. Coach, uh, you were six years at Will South. You won back-to-back Class A titles. Um, what made you take this new job at St. Joe's? Uh, I was just ready for a new challenge. You know, everything at Will South, I, I can't say enough great things about everything that happened there and the people, you know, Dr. Martzloff, Chris Muchika, and uh, Kevin Lester and Adam Erickson, kind of the people that really helped me as much as much as they possibly could. And uh, what a great experience I had. And, and really, when I took that Will South position, you know, no one believed in me at all. So they gave me a chance. But um, this is this is just a, a different level of challenge, I believe, to take a team that <clears throat> hasn't had great success lately in the Monsignor Martin and uh, try to take them to the top. Well, it'll be a it'll be a great challenge, and I'm looking forward to it. You met with the team earlier this week. What was kind of your message to them? Uh, you know, I just let them know. I, 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 the one thing I told them is at St. Joe's, there's, there's no tradition like St. Joe's basketball, but tradition doesn't win basketball games, unfortunately, for us. So we've got to get back to basics. Um, there was no, no, exciting, uh, no exciting speech to get them pumped up yet. We're going to get together next week and evaluate and uh, let them know what we need to start working on. And it's just going to be hard work and we're going to do it the old-fashioned way. Now, Coach, I did hear a rumor that you're possibly a Canisius alum. Have, is that true, and have you rectified that? I can neither confirm or deny this rumor at this time. Um, no, yeah, that is true. I, I graduated from Canisius in 1998. All right. Uh, Roger? Yeah, you're kind of on pins and needles between that last question that Francis just dropped on you. And I'm going to drop another one on you, Coach. Uh we're uh, sitting here. We have uh, two uh, Will South alums uh, sitting in the studio with us, and I could just see the look on their face. Mm-hmm. You're leaving Will South to go to St. Joe's. So just, you know, 
Yeah, you better be ready for the barrage out there, Coach. But, hey, seriously, though, uh, you did a great job. You entered that position under, at the very least, adverse conditions. I'm sure a lot of the community wasn't pleased with you, not because of you, but because of the fact that uh, the person you succeeded left Will South under less than desirable conditions. So having said that, you did a great job there. Your team the last six years was fun to watch. Uh, And I only go far back as the uh, center court uh, quadruple header you had this year. Uh, Just congratulations. Great job in uh, six years, Gabe. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Again, I can't say enough great things about Will South. I wouldn't have this opportunity if not for Williamsville South. And you know, all the kids I, I met, all the people there, just wonderful. And, you know, I, I hope I left it better than I found it, is all I can say. All right. Well, thank you, Coach, for calling in, and good luck on your new endeavors. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right. That was Gabe Michael, the new head coach of the St. Joe's basketball program. He takes over for Mark Simon, who coached there for 18 years and amassed 300 wins. Boy, I'll say one thing about Gabe. Uh, boy, he doesn't avoid challenges. You know, he had to come to Will South to su- succeed Al Monaco. We're talking 300 uh, basketball victories that Al Monaco had. Now he's going to uh, St. Joe's to succeed Mark Simon, who I believe had 300 victories. Uh, I mean, what's next? Are you going to go to the Celtics and uh, succeed Red Auerbach four years later? Uh, he doesn't... Uh, back away from a challenge and that's to his credit yes all right before we get to softball we're going to get to news and notes uh roger though i do want to ask you there is a special event monday night and i want you to talk about uh what you guys did with wny athletics okay yes we had a girls basketball banquet at ilio de paulo's restaurant and uh boy oh boy you can't say enough about uh dennis de paulo and what he means to uh western you know, New York, Western New York High School sports. Dennis, thank you very much. We announced our y'all top 25 uh, girls basketball players. I'm not going to go through the whole list. We I did put it on the website uh, last night. I will acknowledge, since uh, one of the girls was from Will South, I better acknowledge it or else I'm outnumbered uh, particularly. Amari DeBerry from Will South. Angel Parker from Cardinal O'Hara and Danielle Haskell from Franklinville were our try players of the year. There was no way our committee decided we were going to single out one of them, especially when you consider that there were other players, teammates of all three of them that made the top 25. Uh, I also, we announced Carol Zirkel from Fredonia was coach of the year. Just a great job. Uh, after uh, making it to the New York State semifinals a year ago, she uh, lost literally something like nine out of her ten players through graduation. Still, she was able to take her team this year to the sectional finals. Uh she just did not have the horses that some of these other coaches had, which was why we decided she was going to be uh, our coach of the year. Also, we had a year later, we uh, gave out two other special awards. One was to Madison, Maddie Williams from Medina. A year ago, she 
broke the New York State record for three-point field goals in a game on a night that, well, I even said at the banquet, I asked her, did you, she scored 54 points that night. I don't think she scored 54 points the rest of the year. 16 out of 17 from outside the arc broke the New York State record and was one short of the national record for three-pointers in a game. And finally, we gave a career achievement uh, acknowledgement to Mel Swanson, retired Sherman High School girls basketball coach, 607 career victories. Does that sound like a lot? It sure does to me. I mean, if you coach for 40 years and won 15 games a year, you know what? You'll still be seven victories short of what Mel Swanson accomplished. So hats off to him. Great night, uh, great bunch of girls. Unfortunately, we can only give out 25. We probably should have a top 40, but then it gets kind of <laughs> questionable. Uh, and I did acknowledge that these girls weren't necessarily the best 25 high school players out there, but in our estimation, they were the best 25 players between Thanksgiving Day and St. Patrick's Day. Once again, thanks to... You know, Frank Wolf and uh, Western New York Athletics. Again, Dennis DiPaolo, Tony Martin Awards, and uh, Butler Mitchell. We also had the girls who played in that senior game a week ago today as guests at our dinner, as well as the BCANY team from last August that went to Binghamton. Speaking of people that need to be recognized, uh, Tony Caligiri, I believe, is on the line. Uh, Tony, are you there? Good morning. Good morning, Tony. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Francis? Pretty well. It's a little gloomy up here in the North Towns, but I can make do. Are you calling to complain that we haven't talked about food yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'm going to complain about the weather. What's this that we're getting ice today? Uh, I don't want to talk about I'm covering a game later today. Uh, I'm glad I'm going to be in a nice, warm press box for that game. Well, just make sure you be careful driving uh, after it if it uh, if anything starts while you're there. Yeah. How you doing, Roger? I'm hanging in there, Anthony. Uh, missed three of the last four weeks. Just not the same without you. Well, uh, that's going to end uh, starting next week. Uh, Thursday, I go see the doctor, and I believe they're going to give me the okay to return to work. All right, I'll warn the doctor that you're coming in case he wants to bail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I still have one brace on, and that's expected to come off on Thursday. Uh, the brace came off my left arm. I'm still trying to get used to it. Uh, I was finally able to close my right hand and make a complete fist. So the swelling has gone down enough so that I can do that. I'm anxious. I want to get back to work. I, I've been sitting home far too long, and I need to get back into the swing of things. You haven't shaved your beard yet, have you? No, I have. I can't. My hand shakes too much. I I don't trust it. Uh, please don't. You know. You know. I think you might be in the same category as me. The more of the face I cover up, the better I look. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I just, um, you know, when I, when I feel like I can do it, I'll shave it. Uh, I actually have hair on top of my head <laughs> again. Like, I don't like this. I want to get back to being normal. But I just I can't wait to return next week. I think what we're going to do is we're going to have you guys uh, fill me in on what's been happening uh, since I've been gone and uh, what's coming up and uh, general discussion of uh, 
well, basically how the uh, end of winter and the beginning of spring has uh, unfolded. All right. Well, thank you, Tony, for calling in. We wish you luck in your recovery, and we hope to see you back next week. All right. You got it, guys. Have a good one. Stay safe. All right. That was Tony Caligiri, the real host of this show. He will be back taking his rightful throne hopefully next week. All right, Roger, news and notes. Yeah, and the first one, I'm sure Tony will like this one. Uh, the new voice of the Buffalo Bisons is none other than Pat Malacaro. He used to sit on the other side of the window and sometimes on this side of the window. Couldn't happen to a greater guy. And uh, since the Bisons are at home, I would uh, bet a nice piece of change that Pat is listening. So, Pat, congratulations. Good luck to you. We'll see you at the ballpark. Also, we're done with hockey almost, but we got one final uh, order of business we got to take care of, and we need help from all you listeners out there. Brooke Becker of the Flop, Flop being Frontier, Lakeshore, Orchard Park combined hockey team. She is a finalist for a national award, and uh, this award is decided by votes of the public. So please go to the WGR Inside High School Sports Facebook page. You'll find out how you can vote for Brooke Becker. Please help us out. We want her to win. Other than that, I think I'm good. Uh, you let me talk about my dinner the other night, so I <laughs> guess we're ready to talk about... Uh, we well, got I a couple. got a few news and notes. Oh, okay. So yeah, before got... we start talking about, is it Will East? Uh, well, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Will North and Will South. My bad. Well, speaking of Will East softball, we had a few signings, and Veronica Zimmerman will continue her softball career at Niagara. Classmate Joe Shiflett will be playing football at Mercyhurst next year. In Orchard Park, Danielle Milo, a bowler, signed with Division I Mount St. Mary's College. And Dunkirk, Emily Hannon will continue her softball career as a volunteer in Tennessee. Uh, we also have uh, Ken Maurice will host Jim McNally's Zone Run Clinic on Saturday, April 28th from 9 to 5 p.m., this is a free clinic for all coaches. Reserve your spot by emailing Bulldogs head coach Pat Veltri. The deadline to register is April 24th. Speaking of Ken Maurice football, they will be hosting a meet raffle on Friday, April 20th at the American Legion Brunschild Post on Delaware Avenue in Kenmore. $10 entry fee. More information on our Facebook page. And Monday, I have to give a special shout-out to Sweet Home. I don't know what was in the water there. But in the softball game that took place first, pitcher Tessa Sutherland threw one hit shutout in a three nothing win over Cheektowaga. Not to be outdone, classmate Josh Bystract threw a perfect game right afterwards on the other side of the field in a one nothing win over Maryvale. Who does she think she is? Marissa Calway? My goodness. <laughs> we'll get to that later. That's uh Eden girl. We're gonna be talking about her momentarily. Uh, I'm glad you, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> try that again. Glad you mentioned Emily Hanlon. Uh, the only reason she might not win the uh, three-sport athlete of the year this year, because of a technicality, she's actually a four-sport athlete. She plays soccer in the fall. She runs indoor track and did well, went down to the States, I believe, in the high jump this year, as well as a sprinter. She will be 
besides her uh, softball exploits at Dunkirk, she will also be running track. So uh, I don't know when she does her homework or sleeps, but uh, congratulations. She's going to be a teammate of Katie Weimer at the uh, University of Tennessee. And, uh, boy, Michelle, if you said a few years ago we're going to have two girls playing D1 at Tennessee, you would have looked at me like even more so than I'm out of my mind. Yeah, it's amazing how far softball has come. And it used to be so West Coast dominant. Now there's opportunities everywhere in the country. And so that's super encouraging for girls in our area. How do you think our area compares to other areas in terms of recruiting? Are we about even or are we just still working our way up there? I mean, we have a ways to go, but now there's opportunities for girls to go on other travel teams. And some of these girls have gone to New Jersey. They fly to New Jersey in order to be on these travel teams where they go to all different parts of the country for tournaments. So, you know, there are things that we could do to bring those types of teams to our area, but it takes a lot to build those up. But now we know what what it is we need to do, and so we've been taking advantage of those opportunities. And it's worked too. I mean, uh, first person I was aware that did that was uh, Corinne Genovese. I don't know if people prior to her did that, but uh, well, we're you know I think she missed a basketball game. <clears throat> Why? Corinne never missed an athletic event in her life. Well, and this is bearing in mind this is during the Christmas holidays. Oh, she's down in New Jersey playing softball. What? So, uh, in fact, maybe. Uh, Sometime in the second or third segment, you could briefly talk about what goes on down there and all that if we don't take away from our own girls this year. But, yeah, (laughs) University of Tennessee, I remember when Katie Weimer went down there. Wow. Now I actually check the uh, TV schedule each week just to see if Tennessee's on so I can, you know, set the DVD player and all that. We were just watching her last night on TV at Tennessee. Wow. All oh, right. See, I didn't check. I was watching the Stanley Cup playoffs, and I missed it. That darn <laughs> hockey getting in the way of everything. <laughs> All right, so let's start in Class D. We'll work our way up to Class AA. Uh, Roger, who are the contenders in Class D for softball this year? Contenders, plural, that might be a stretch. The contender probably as good a chance if they can come up with any kind of batting. That would be Franklinville. You start with Allie Haskell, you know. If you can get two runs in a game when Allie Haskell's pitching, you're probably going to win. I'm not familiar with too many of the other teams down there. Uh, I'm sure the coaches we have in studio, possibly Alexis, maybe. I don't know if you're familiar with any of the other D schools. But uh, Franklinville, after that, well, you know, pull names out of a hat. Yeah, I mean, the Haskell, the Haskell sisters, right? They're both there. Um, I think that's those are their two big big athletes on that team at Franklinville, so that'll be tough to get past them. Yeah, and we'll throw in Abby McCoy, who was also on the basketball team. Uh, I forget, I think she's an outfielder. Don't hold me to that, but uh, again. They have athletes. Oh, yeah, they have athletes. Uh, oh, my, I want to say, um, no, I'm, I'm going to probably say the wrong school, so I won't. There was probably three or four schools that might be looking to play Franklinville in the final, and that's as far as I'll go. All right, and let's move our way up to Class C before we hit the break. Um, who do we? Who are the contenders in Class C? I'm not too familiar with too many of those teams. I'm guessing Cleveland Hill. They're always uh, in the middle of the picture. Is if Cleveland Hill is a C school? Cleveland Hill is a B school. With we 
compete against them at Eden. So they moved up a few years ago. I thought they were C. Well, there I go again. You know, <laughs> the different sports and the different classes, B1, C1, and now only C. So thanks, Lexia. Appreciate it. Uh, so other welcome. than that, I'm not a uh, – I'm going to plead C? the fifth. Is Ole in C or B? Oh, no, they would be they're, somewhere. They would be closer B. to between B yeah, and A. B. Yes, they're B. Let me see if I can North bring Collins? up North Collins last year, last year. No, I think they're a D school as well. Well, you know, North Collins actually has some pretty big, pretty uh, a good pitching right now, uh, pretty fast pitcher. Um, so that's going to be tough for some of those schools to get past her. Yeah, you know, I forgot about that. I was so focused on Franklinville. Didn't somehow Franklinville got upset last year because I think North Collins did North in Collins fact go down to the, the tournament, yes. semifinals. My bad. I apologize. It's okay, Roger. Well, it's not. We'll okay, forgive you. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, why don't we take a break? We'll be back in our next segment. We're going to go start with the bees and work our way up. This is inside high school sports. And we're back to segment two of Inside High School Sports. We are continuing to talk about softball in western New York. Uh, we went over the C's and D's earlier, and now we move up to the B's. We, we'll go to B2, where we have Eden and their assistant coach, Alexis Nasca. Coach, do you want to talk about your team and your division? All right, so I'm going to start with my team. I, I love my team. They're great kids. Um, our biggest thing right now... We've got three stud pitchers, Marissa Callaway, Kate Schmitz, and Maddie Woodard. Kate and uh, Marissa, they're freshmen, um, and Maddie's our junior. Uh, she's the old lady on the team, yeah, right, the she's, junior. she's the mom. Maddie's the mom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're, we don't have an ace. We rotate all our pitchers. Uh, they're, just three queens, right, no aces. Yeah, just three queens. Um, they're, they're awesome kids. Uh, there's that competition between the three of them, but there's also that positive energy, always supporting them uh, when they find out who's pitching for that week um, or those games. It's always like, all right, you got this. We got your back if you need it, everything. So that's really important. Um, our seniors on the team, Alexa Couple, she's our catcher. Stella Belichewski, uh she plays center field for us. And Heather Zimmerman, she's at first base. And uh, plays outfield too. Great leaders. Um, Stella's looking great at the plate. She's her average has to be somewhere up like 700 right now. She's looking just fantastic, making great contact. Um, Marissa can't be too far behind her in batting average. At least the one game I was at. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. She's besides she's being really a great. pitcher, she can uh, swing the lumber. Yeah, really. Or the aluminum, I guess I should say. <laughs> composite <laughs> really really great athletes all around um really solid team we've got at eden uh we're really looking to compete um this week we've got uh uh cleve hill this week or no not this week we play alden we play orchard park and then we're in the jerry getting tournament this weekend i um, was just gonna say you know i'm glad you mentioned orchard park uh, uh marissa scheduled some some significant intense, yeah. uh, non-league games, which should help you prepare for, uh, you know, Far West Regionals if you get by Depew, of course. Yes. Um, and uh, something you'll need because, you know, you're going to probably 
sleepwalk through your uh, league schedule and all that. Uh, the fact that Tanawanda opted not to field a softball team this year should give you an opportunity to have scheduled two more non-league games. So uh, I'm going to put pressure on you right now. Uh, uh, I'm going to be very disappointed if I don't see it in Moreau Park in uh, the second weekend in June. Don't mean to put added pressure on her. Well, we, we did but, take the Florida trip. We did take the Florida trip. Uh, we got to see Will South. Um, that was awesome. We got to scrimmage them. We played uh, uh, We played Monverde Academy. That was awesome for the girls to see that level of softball. And we played uh, Pencil te- blah, Pennsylvania team, uh, Iroquois. Uh, really great stuff. Um, we're, we're really looking forward to facing Cleve Hill. Um, that Taylor Betts is back, um, and I'm sure that she's going to be even better this year. Um, hard, really hardworking kid. Uh, and, you know, she always gives us a run for our money. A really great competition there. Um, and then facing Orchard Park, I know a lot of those kids. Uh, Maddie Stewart, uh, she's she's going to be tough to throw to. Um, Going to St. Bonaventure, I believe. Yes. Um, Mia Evans, uh, she's a pretty good pitcher. Uh, I, I Liz Liss. What's that? Liz Liss. Yes, yeah. Really great, really great kids that we're going to be facing. Um, and then this coming weekend, we're going to be facing even better competition. And the girls really need that because uh, I think they're pretty upset that we our season got cut short last year. Uh, they they were not happy about it, and I can tell that it's really stuck with them. Every day in practice, the energy's high, the intensity is up, and they they want it. The focus is there. So this schedule that we've got coming up is really going to help us. When you were down in Florida, did Will South uh, let you guys bat against uh, Katie Quagliana? Who, who pitched against us? <laughs> yes, Kate did start that yeah, game. Yeah, Q, right? Yep. Okay, just yeah. so you had a chance against some good Western New York pitching. Yeah. Uh, before we let you, uh, you know, push you away from the microphone, uh, uh, we want to thank you for coming in, and, and to thank you for coming in, we'd like you to give a plug. Uh, I understand you have uh, uh, some kind of a facility in the South Towns yes. where girls can come. Yes. Please give us briefly uh, a quick description of where and what. Awesome. So uh, IFS Softball is my newest uh, business venture. Uh, we're located in Orchard Park on Thorn Ave um, in the business center over there. Uh We've been open since October, so about six months now. Uh, everything is, is going really awesome. We've got a lot of great kids in there. Um, for the summer season, uh, we're going to be running a few camps, actually, um, and workshops. So coming up, we've got uh, a hitting workshop that's going to run for four weeks, meeting on the weekends. Uh, we've got um, middle infielders workshop and um, footwork and base running workshops. Um, Shortly after, or probably mid-May, we've got pitching strength and conditioning uh, for in-season pitchers. Um, So if you want to go to our website, www.impact. Oh my gosh, let me start over. www.impact-fss.com. All of the information is on there to sign up. Check our site out. We've got um, our performance center. That's our uh, strength and conditioning gym. And we also have team training and IFS basketball is the newest uh, venture in that. So 
Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, being a South Towner myself and all that, you know, and this is not to take away from uh, Kevin Hufford's facility, you know, in the city and all that, but, you know, for the South Town, gee whiz. I think it's a really great addition. Uh, Kevin's been really supportive for me. Uh, he's, he's given me a lot of advice, um, and it's just it, the, soft, the softball community is really great. So I'm very thankful to be a part of it and uh, to be able to continue my role in the softball community after everything that it's given me. So. And we will give uh, we will get the information from Alexis and uh, put that on uh, the Inside High School uh, Facebook page. Thank you. And uh, can you talk about a few of the contenders for your opponents in Class B before we move on to A's and Double A's? So uh, Alden's going to be tough, I think, for us. It's going to be another um, good competition. Um, Cleve Hill, like I said, they're always they're always tough for us to get past. It's always real a real close game. Um, we we got to get we got to get past the pew, you know. Um, what a shack that is! <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be huge, you know. A really great team. Um, I know Carson's gone, but we got it. We still have to get past uh, Nitchi and Maranka, um, the two pitchers that are coming up. Um, that's that's another reason why we got to stack our our uh, non-division um, schedule. We got to get past these good teams in in our division. Um, so we're gonna we're we're hoping for the best and we're working hard. So we're, we're looking forward to the great competition that that brings us. Now, are you guys in either of the upcoming tournaments? And I guess I should mention it. Uh, I know Michelle and Julie will talk about it. Uh, the tournament next weekend is the show-up tournament, and then the following weekend is the Depew tournament. And this is where I get a lot of my information from. I can see so many teams in those two weeks. Keep your fingers crossed about the weather. Boy, if we're going to have two days in the next two weeks, those are the days I'm voting for. I know that makes it tough on you guys because if those two days are the only good ones, now you got more league games you got to make up. Having said that, I'm still, those are my two priorities because I get to see so many teams. Are you in either of those tournaments? We are in the Jerry Gettner tournament on the, the weekend of the 21st. That's a week from today. Yes. So we're, we're excited about that one. I think we face Hamburg um, as our first... Where's game. the tournament at? It's at the north. It's at. It's north actually town. this year. It's being hosted at Williamsville East on the turf. Just okay. Because of the weather. <laughs> Michelle, did I hear, hear her say Williamsville East? <laughs> she actually said that. She did say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Again, uh, and I'm anxious to also be out there. I want to uh, see the new facility as well. I hear it's quite impressive. So, uh, any of you softball junkies out there? Uh, do a Sundance or whatever for next Saturday, and then uh, see you all day at Will East. Okay, again, thanks, Lexi. Uh, Thank you. Big help, and I'm looking forward to the game when you guys play Hamburg. That's my uh, home district. You know that. Oh, yeah. So are we ready to move on to Class A? Uh, yeah, we are. And be- as we get there, before we start talking about Williamsville, Williamsville Mania, I want to give a shout-out to Cheektowaga. They have a new head coach, Emily Benfield, who was a star at Lockport, and she went on to play at St. Bonaventure. She takes over the reins at Cheektowaga. Very good. 
All right, let's start. Williamsville Mania. Will South, let's go. <laughs> We're off to uh, a great start. We're uh, 2-0 and in our league, and uh, like Eden and Waynesville North, we also went south uh, to Orlando over the break, and I think that's helped us just uh, a great deal, being able to obviously get outside, um, work out all the, the kinks that you can't really work on in the gym and indoors. Um, so I feel like uh, we're really off to a real positive start um, and way ahead of where we are normally, typically, this, this time of the season. And talk about some of your opponents that you'll see in just a couple of weeks. Um, I think our, you know, obviously our league is always tough with uh, Waynesville East, and we've got West Seneca East, um, you know, returning their their top pitcher, um, Annalise Kelly. She's very tough to face. Um, Arguably the best pitcher, if not one of the finalists for best pitcher in the area. You know, Allie Haskell notwithstanding, but... uh... To mention a few. Right. And then, uh, you know, for the, the A2, um, Amherst is always just a – they always have a bunch of athletes, and he does a great job with uh, with his team. So um, as far as our pitching staff goes, I think it's one of the strongest I've had um, in the 14 years. It's uh, similar to Eden. We don't really have that uh, go-to starter, but I do love their – the combination of they, – they mix – mix their speeds and locations um and it shows so um, i'm very excited and i think we're going to be real strong on the on the mound this year all right and then let's see where do we want to go next roger well i think we should mention uh niagara frontier league we'd be remiss and frank would probably cut <laughs> hey, I'm, a niagara fr- I'm an nfl guy well okay so then we'd be <laughs> remiss if we didn't mention uh abby borkowski is uh kenmore west uh a in uh yeah, they must they be. Are they are A1 now because they dropped from double A. So, uh, Abby Borkowski, she was, uh, well, this is her fifth year as a pitcher. She was already uh, all Western New York a year ago. Uh, she's already committed to St. Bonaventure. Uh, it starts there. I mean, that would be, in my opinion, from what I know about the NFL, that would have to be the team to beat. Not too familiar with many of the other teams. I think. Well, I know Lydia Serrano is is pretty big there. I believe she hit the first home run in that field last week. Uh, she's going to be big. I know Ken Maurice. Uh, they're going to have a good team. New coach uh, Bob O'Connor taking over. Uh, they have Lexi Legatuga. I know who you're familiar with. I went to high school with her grandpa. Shows you how young I am. Yeah, Lexi's in her fifth year with the program. A captain. Uh, Sarah Birdhands, their top pitcher. I'm not sure she's back on the hill yet. She suffered an injury in the fall to her right knee, so I think she's playing. Uh, she's, I think she's in the infield, but I don't think she, they're ready to put her at pitcher yet just yeah, because of the I injury. I read that in the B that uh, it'll be a while before she goes in the circle. And they also have as a captain Brooke O'Connor, uh, Coach O'Connor's daughter, and pitcher Gabrielle Vasi is in her third year as a sophomore. Okay, any other teams in the NFL that can challenge them, to your knowledge? I know Luport has had a, has had a strong team for a few years. Um, if I can bring up uh, Riley Crum, who's a good basketball player there. She's been doing pretty well. Jenna Rue, got a, uh, she's in her fifth year as a senior. Jenna Rue is still there? Yeah. yeah. She must have started when she was kindergarten. She seemed like she's been there forever. <laughs> Um, let's see, let's go yes, the rest of the NFL. Go to their schedule. There's a name that's escaping me. I'll come up with it probably on my way home, but uh new um think of the team. 
Niagara Wheatfield always has a good team. Uh, they're always battling in within for uh, in double A's when they get there. Um, Quieter, I think we're Mackenzie Quieter. Yeah, Mackenzie Quieter, uh, only a junior in her third year there. Um, she's a pitcher for them. Uh, Madison Kitchoff, another junior right fielder. Uh, Madison Averts, a, le- a junior. She's in her fifth year on the team. Uh, so a strong class there, and I think they're going to be battling again in double A's. You did ma- mention Madison Everts? Yeah, Madison Everts. Yeah, oh, she's okay. a junior. That's the one I was. Yeah. Okay. You rung the bell. If, you know, <laughs> it takes a while, Frank. It's remember I'm retired, so it's kind of early in the morning for me. So you got to walk me through this. It's early in the morning for me because I'm a college student, so okay. I don't have class until like 10 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> um, let's see other NFL teams. Um, so I guess when it comes to the brackets and all that, probably if you get to juggle, uh, you know, the teams where they're going to finish, what, uh, you'd probably be happy if you were in the other bracket uh, versus Will East. I mean, theoretically, if you end up like the second and third seed, you couldn't even play them in the final. One of you wouldn't get there. I assume that's your mindset. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. Definitely. I think uh, if we can be on the opposite side of the brackets going into the um, playoffs, that's definitely a a positive for both of us. Um, We do obviously have unfinished business from last season, uh, making it to the the A1 finals um, and losing to East in that that fashion. So I think for our upperclassmen, um, certainly that were participated in that game, um, they certainly have, you know, that I think is fueling their their energy to really kind of leave it all out there this season. Um, and I can't say enough about our, our leadership this year, um, just with our captains. I have three senior captains and a junior captain. That's uh, Kate Quagliana, Jenna Woods, Mary Zells, and our junior captain is our shortstop, Gabby Prezzuti. Um And she's off to an incredible start. She's batting um, first in our lineup, and she's just a real great headlighter for us. So we know when she gets on, um, you know, strong offense follows. So. <clears throat> it just shows you the talent that's out there downstate and, and only magnifies the accomplishments that our Western New York teams have had, what, going back to 212 when Clarence finally won the uh, state championship and all that, uh, that we are successful. I still, what's oh, just mind-boggling from a year ago with some of the games I saw Will East play a year ago, that pitcher that shut them out in the state championship final must have been a dandy. Don't know too much about her, but if you told me they would only give up one run, I'd have bet the house that they would come back with that state championship plaque. So shows you what's out there, but what we've accomplished, what, between 2012, uh, 2012, excuse me, and 2016, I think in Four years, we had six state champions, and then an earth through 2015, and then 2016, uh, Orchard Park was state finalist runner-up, and then last year, both the Pew and Willie. So I know we're up against a break, Frank, and I'm rattling on and on and on, but uh, just to show you the, what, I guess stature, the right word, of uh, Western New York High School softball. Uh, you guys are the premier demographic in Western New York. Uh, athletics, male or female, in my opinion. 
No question. I think the level of play is just, even since, you know, I'm, I'm a little older, but uh, just the level of play. Um, these girls are playing year-round. Um, and, I, you know, a shout-out to them. Just, you know, we're inside primarily <laughs> eight months of the year um, where all these other girls, um, you know. This year it might be nine or ten at the rate Right, exactly. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, for all our teams out there, um, just staying focused in the gym, um, that takes a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of hard work um, and focus. So I think all the teams, um, incredible job with just the, the terrible weather we're up against. All right, and with that, we're going to take our break. Um, if Derek gets back to the microphone, I hope we don't get in trouble. But we're going to take a break. Oh, he's coming. <laughs> uh, Inside High School Sports, join us for the final segment. And we're back to the final segment of Inside High School Sports, talking softball. I'm going to turn it over to Coach Switzer, who's going to talk about double A's. All right, well, I'll start with talking about our school, Williamsville North. Uh, we are the defending sectional champs from last year. We lost a great pitcher. All uh, Western New York. Yeah, All Western New York goes to Canisius now, is doing a good job for them. Uh, so we have youth in the circle, but we ha- she has a lot of potential. Sarah Parjik is our pitcher this year. We also have a lot of depth. So if she were ever to get into trouble, we have four other pitchers that can step in. Um, also returning, we have a strong junior class. We have seven juniors. Abby Vincent is behind the plate. Last year, she had a 500 average, and with runners in scoring position, actually had a 600 batting average. So she is like our unsung hero, our rock behind the plate. We're excited to have her back. Anna Brand is another great uh, weapon that we have, too. She's our shortstop, batted 413 last year. Miranda Fish is a senior leader on our team, and she plays second base. He has actually the career uh, walks record already, and the season walks record at our school. So we're excited. Um, Last year we didn't start off on top, and so it's nice this year to kind of have that turnaround. We're 2-0 right now, and they look good. We actually went to Orlando, too, just like Eden and Williamsville South, and wow, it was a big gift based on the weather that we came home to. Um, So we already feel like we're a little bit ahead, but it's about maintaining that because we know that um, Lancaster last year, I mean, they were they were undefeated. They were, you know, number one in the state. And then, um, you know, that didn't really do so much for them at the end of the season. So we're really working on ma- maintaining that. In Lancaster, we have Jenna Patterson, who's returning as a pitcher. Um, she mixes it up. She mixes up speeds. She puts the ball on either side of the plate. Maddie Pepke's back for them, a center fielder. She's really good, has speed, and she's a lefty. Olivia Kincannon is their catcher, and Aaron Colucci. Um, are also great hitters. Uh, Good returning nucleus at Lancaster. Absolutely. So they're always going to be, you know, one of those top teams, a big school. Uh, Orchard Park, they, you know, two years ago went to the state tournament, came in second. Three years ago won One state championship. So, I mean, they have, I'm telling you, a solid group of leaders, seniors, Maddie Stewart, Kayla Raymond. They have Liz Liss back in the circle, all uh, D1 Wozniak. commits. Liz Liss. Yeah, and Wozniak, oh, Wozniak going yes. to... Uh, Canisius, I believe. Yeah, so four or four Division One college commits. We are out of time. We do have turned over, Coach Murphy. You had one quick announcement. 
Uh, no, just the, the Jerry Gatner Memorial Tournament. Um, I think uh, we briefly talked about it, but it's uh, hosted at Williamsville East this coming Saturday. Um, it's just a great day for softball in the community. Um, and I sit here, it's kind of bittersweet because I know um, Coach Switzer was one of uh, my father's, you know, one of his special players. So it's uh, nice for 15 teams to come out, um, including Williamsville South, and uh, have a great day of softball. But um, no, thanks for, thanks for having us out. This has been uh, this has been great. Well, thanks for coming in, and we really enjoyed this. Uh, the hour goes by so fast, but uh, thanks again to uh, uh, Michelle Switzer, Alexis Nasca, Julie Murphy. On behalf of Roger and myself, thank you for listening. This is thank Inside you, Derek, High School Sports and us. Derek for producing today. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 